my SCORE mentor knew that there was a ton of stuff that happened behind the scenes. There's all kinds of things that you have to do. You don't get to just sit there with your headphones on and get your work done. Welcome to Gentle Frog's Bookkeeping Lilypad, your cozy corner of the podcasting world, where numbers tell a story and bookkeeping blossoms into an adventure. My name is Rachel Barnett, and I'm glad you're here. This podcast is for bookkeepers who enjoy authentic, unfiltered, and always encouraging friend to talk shop with. We will be discussing what it's like to own and operate a small bookkeeping business. In this episode, I want to talk to you about a nonprofit organization called SCORE. You might have heard of it as the Service Corps of Retired Executives. I volunteered with them for the past six years. At some point before I started volunteering, they stopped calling themselves the Service Corps of Retired Executives and instead just went with SCORE. I think the reason for that is that you're not limited to being retired. People can volunteer who are actively working. I think SCORE is an amazing organization, and I wanted to do an episode on SCORE just to introduce it to anybody who's not familiar with it. I want to talk about the classes that I've taken, the workshop that I've taught, the fact that I know them for the other side. I did the bookkeeping for one of the chapters for a short while. And the thing that I think is really fantastic, which is the fact that you can get a mentor from them. So let's start from the beginning. I've taken classes from SCORE on all kinds of topics. I feel like I've been taking classes there for the last 10 years or so. I've taken classes on marketing, pricing, financial concepts, and more that I'm sure I've forgotten. I've learned about creating a business plan, both through an all-day workshop and through more simplified using Lean Canvas. I learned about online marketing through a course that I took at SCORE. This is probably a course that I took maybe 10 years ago. There is a guy named Michael Coffey. This is fun because he drinks tea. If you've ever taken his workshop, you'll know who he is. He's the nice guy that stands at the front of the room with the bow tie. He has a company or had a company called Ardea Coaching. One of the things that he said that stuck with me was that there's huge value in having a blog. Now, I'm not a writer. I don't enjoy writing and I, I don't really know that I'm ever going to learn to enjoy writing. So what I did instead was that I started a blog, which is how to. What you see when you go to Gentle Frog's website and you go to the blog is just a bunch of how-to guides. This was my version of a blog. I thought about and considered writing some sort of thoughtful blog like you might find with recipes. Realized it's not my jam, but how-tos that I can do. Small asterisks here. When I say I can do it, what I really mean is that Jess can do it. What happens behind the scenes, and I may have mentioned this already, is that I record a YouTube video describing how to do something, and then Jess will take the video, grab some screenshots, and write it all up and turn it into the blog for me. As a result of having a blog, Google says, oh, this website constantly has updates. The algorithm is going to check on it, do whatever magic it does. People search for things. They go to my blog. They see the how-to instructions. Google, again, is like, oh, cool. People like this website. People are going to this website. For me, it works out nicely. More people find my website. More people find my company. More people consider talking to me and hiring me. I'm confident that there are more things that he said and taught in that workshop. I'm also confident that I have forgotten what they are, and I apologize for that. I am so grateful for everything that he has done or had done for me all those years ago. This is my second bookkeeping business. I sold the first one in 2018. Before selling that business, I used to have an office Christmas party, past, present, and future. It was past employees, present employees, and future employees because I knew who I wanted to work with. 
I didn't limit it to my employees. Michael and his spouse were definitely included in a holiday dinner one year. I'm extremely grateful for what I learned. Even if all I can remember at this point is consistency is key and don't be disappointed if it takes a year or 50 or 75 blogs before anybody even knows you're out there. I took a class to learn how to explain financial statements. This was back during my old business, primarily bookkeeping. I took this class to learn how to better explain financial statements to clients. I came away learning that I don't actually want to explain them to clients. And for years, I would just tell people, look, you need to understand your profit and loss and your balance sheet. And I don't want to be the one to explain it to you. So go take this class. Saying it now sounds kind of funny because explaining things to people is exactly what I do for a living. But before I started General Frog, I did some training like I do some house cleaning, but it really wasn't a thing that I did. So I worked around it. I said, hey, look, dear clients, I have a solution for you. It will be so much better than what I can offer you. Please don't ask me to explain this thing. Go take this class. The Seattle score office still offers a workshop for understanding financial statements. If you're a person who's feeling kind of unsure, you don't really know if you can explain them to yourself or to someone else, take the workshop. It's available on Zoom. The website for it, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's score.org forward slash Seattle forward slash local dash workshops. So I mentioned that I taught this QuickBooks Online workshop. I taught it for about six years before I outgrew it and decided somebody else would benefit from the experience of learning to teach and other people would benefit from the exposure of just getting their name out there. When I stopped presenting the workshop, it had morphed into a three-hour hands-on workshop, like very much a workshop. What I would do is have all the students log into Craig's Landscape If you're not sure what that is, I need you to go Google QuickBooks Online Test Drive. It'll take you to a sample or a sandbox QuickBooks Online account. It's called, or the business is called Craig's Landscape and Design Services. So I use this to help people understand how to do things within QuickBooks. We would talk about the balance sheet and the profit and loss. Now, suddenly I'm explaining these things. We would talk about how to record the income and how to record the expenses, how to reconcile the account, how to find errors. That's how it ended. It was great. And other people are now doing this workshop. I've turned over all my notes and I put together a how-to packet with a bunch of tutorials. When I started presenting this, Terrified doesn't begin to describe how I felt. If you've been listening to this podcast, you'll know that when I started going to networking groups, I could say my first name. That was it. And so the idea of standing in front of a room, that was awful. I did it because my score mentor said, hey, you know what? People need to know QuickBooks. You know QuickBooks. I think this will be great. The unsaid was that he's like, you need to get out of your shell. (laughs) So I'm grateful. My first workshop, he had put together a PowerPoint packet for me. So all I had to do was just go through the PowerPoint, explain what I saw, talk through the things. It wasn't a workshop where people did things. It was more a presentation where I talked to people. It went okay. I definitely presented information, but what ended up happening was that it wasn't mine. It wasn't my voice. It wasn't my style. It wasn't comfortable for me. And frankly, it was too much information for the students. Every time I did a workshop or presented a workshop, there's a survey at the end. This happens with all the workshops. A lot of the feedback was, this is too much information. 
it's really hard to stand at the front of the room and then to end the workshop and to see that people didn't score you highly because they felt overwhelmed. That was hard and an amazing lesson. If this happens to you, if you're giving a presentation or you're doing some sort of training, tutorial, whatever, and your audience says, this was really great, but there was so much information I couldn't keep up, that's your clue to scale it back. If you're like me, you're going to be very tempted to share everything you know and make sure people get tremendous value for their time and money. That ends up resulting in overwhelmed audiences. I will encourage you to pare down and scale back until you start getting feedback that says, oh, this is so great. Oh, I'm excited. I learned something that I can take action on. My first workshop and my last workshop were completely different. There's probably one third the information in the final workshop than what I had in the first workshop. I'm not sad about this or disappointed. I'm thrilled. I would consistently get five out of five on my reviews. People would note the specific things that they learned how to do as a result of my workshop. I loved that feeling. I don't know if I've already mentioned it. So if I haven't, let me tell you. The workshops are presented by volunteers and they're paid for by attendees. There are some exceptions to this case where attendees don't have to pay or they get a coupon code. But the presenters, they're all volunteers. The people who present the workshops, they're there to present and to be helpful and to pay it forward. This isn't like one of those other things where you get a free lunch and a sales pitch. This is people just saying, I know something cool and I want to give back. If this sounds interesting to you, I went ahead and looked to see what workshops are coming up kind of late January, early February. Again, these are the Seattle workshops, but they're presented via Zoom. I was presenting mine from Canada. Nobody cared. Zoom works. The website, and I'll put this in the show notes, score.org forward slash Seattle forward slash local dash workshops. Um, There's a handful of workshops that I think look really good. So I wanted to point them out just in case anything appeals to you. How to identify your target client, successfully starting a new business, tax essentials for new and existing businesses, becoming a small business owner through franchising, lead generation to grow your business, how to negotiate without freaking out. I think the last one really speaks to me. If you're listening to this and you're like, well, I don't need any of those. Hey, that's awesome. You can let the next prospect who calls you that isn't a good fit, you can let them know about a workshop that might make sense for them five extra minutes of your time, you could look like a rock star and make a huge difference for someone else. The workshops are not free. The workshops will cost you 40, 50, $60. Whatever it is that it costs you, it's for a couple hours worth of education. And I really strongly believe it's gonna be worth your time and money to do it if something sounds good. Or it's worth your client's time and money if they need to learn something that you don't wanna teach, such as me five years ago, I didn't want to teach understanding financial statements. I was like, listen, friend, I need you to go to this workshop. They will teach it to you and I'll come back and I'll do the magic that I do within your QuickBooks. SCORE is a nonprofit. It's the nonprofit arm of the SBA, the Small Business Administration. I was their bookkeeper for a few years before I sold my old bookkeeping business. While I can't talk about their specific numbers, what I can tell you is that they're very fiscally responsible and that all of their bookkeeping is overseen by both the chapter as well as the national organization. So it is a very tightly run ship. There is no nonsense happening there. The reason that I was able to become a presenter or a volunteer presenter for the SCORE workshop was because I had a SCORE mentor. I still consider myself having my SCORE mentor, although I haven't needed to reach out to him for a number of years at this point. 
I have a person who is available within reason to answer my questions and to be there for me and to be my sounding board. Square mentors do not charge for their services. They do not limit you to a number of sessions you can have with them. They don't limit you to your business size or your duration of working with them. I've interacted with Square Mentors who've had their mentees for 10, 20 years. Square Mentors are just nice people who want to volunteer their time to help other people learn and grow and facilitate goodness in their businesses. Score mentors need to go through a ton of training before they get unleashed out onto score mentees. They also end up attending workshops on a regular basis. The workshops always have at least one secret shopper, sometimes two. The secret shoppers are not official people, they're mentors. The mentors are there for a couple of things, to be a, a quiet and silent representative of score, but also to learn the things that the workshop offers. When the score mentor learns magical things, they're able to share those magical things with their mentees. I'll tell you a very brief anecdote of one of the first sessions that I had with my score mentor. I met with him in a conference room. It was kind of one of those rooms with a big long table. He cracked open a Coca-Cola and he said, all right, I'm ready. Let me see your projected financials. Let me see your anticipated profit and loss or income statement. So I, I slid it over and I'm like, okay, here's what I got. He looked at it and he's like, okay, well, let's start at the top. Let's look at your income. How much are you planning to work? I'm like, well, probably 40 hours a week is what I've always worked. Okay, okay, no problem. And how much of those 40 hours do you think you'll be billing out to clients? I'm like, oh, well, all of it, obviously. Like, what else would I be doing? <laughs> if you're self-employed, this is the moment you'd be laughing with me. If you're not self-employed, I'll just tell you, it's completely unrealistic. There is so much stuff that happens behind the scenes when you're running a business, but I didn't know that. What I felt like I could do was probably definitely bill out all of my time. I had previously been working in a CPA's bookkeeping office. I had been tracking my time to 15 minute increments or something. I was only allowed to have a small amount of admin time every week. So I knew that I could bill out 35, 40 hours a week, no problem. My score mentor knew that there was a ton of stuff that happened behind the scenes. Stuff like education, where you have to go learn things that you don't know. You have to vet and learn software. You have to implement software. You have to build a website. You have to talk to potential clients and do sales. You have to go to networking groups. There's all kinds of things that you have to do. You don't get to just sit there with your headphones on and get your work done. This would have been really alarming for me if I didn't have a mentor to take me aside, not be my friend, and just tell me the facts and be like, hey, look, you're big ambitious. This is going to be really great. I think your billing rate feels about right. I think your idea of how much you're going to bill feels wrong. You might want to rework that. I went to QuickBooks Connect a couple years ago. This is where I met Mariette Martinez. She was at the front of the room presenting and I don't remember what exactly she was presenting and I'm sorry for that. But one of the things that she had said is that you're always going to need a mentor. You're just going to change and evolve and whoever you need as a mentor is going to change and evolve. So I've described how I have this mentor and I still consider him to be my mentor because I'm so grateful for him, even though I haven't spoken to him in a while. And the reason for it is that my needs have changed and evolved. I needed a person to sit with me and to sit by my side when I was first starting my business. What I need now is somebody who's been down the path that I'm going down. I pay to be part of Seth David's 97 and up, and I'm so glad that I do. My point for this 
is that you might be in a position where a SCORE mentor could be exactly the thing you need. You might know somebody who could benefit from a SCORE mentor. You might be a person on the other side who is close to retirement. They may have the time, capacity, and interest to be a mentor. It's important to me to remind people or to let people know that SCORE mentors are out there. I want to give a huge hat tip to Pam Hines of PLH Accounting in Washington. I got so busy and so wrapped up in all the things I was doing in December that when a client had reached out to me and they were struggling and needed help with a thing, I said, I I can't help you with a thing, but I think Pam can help you. So I introduced the client to Pam and Pam said, yeah, I can help you with this thing. And then Pam went one step further and she said, you know what? In addition to getting you help with this thing, you need a score mentor. I can't even describe my embarrassment for forgetting or not thinking about the fact that this guy needed a mentor. The client reached back out to me and he said, hey, I had a great conversation with Pam and she recommended a score mentor. Because I've spent so much time volunteering, I know many of the mentors there. So I went through the directory and looked at pictures until I found the one guy that I really think is the best fit for the client. And I was like, she is so right. You definitely need a mentor, a person who can guide you through your problems. In addition to that, I'm going to recommend that you ask for this one guy in particular because I think he knows your industry better than anybody and I know him from interacting with him. He's going to be one of those pull no punches guys that just tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So thank goodness for collaborating with other bookkeepers. Thank goodness for SCORE for offering all that they do. And by the way, thank you guys for sending your notes and participating in the Facebook group. I really appreciate it. I would love to hear from you. Who are you using as a mentor? What mentors do you have? What mentors do you like? What mentors are you looking for? I've described how when I started, my mentor was a SCORE mentor. My current mentor is Seth David in the 97 and Up group. I personally mentor some newbies. It's a thing that I can offer, but not a thing that I really strive to make a point in offering. I kind of figure the best way that I can help the most amount of people as far as mentoring goes is through the Facebook group, Gentle Frogs Bookkeeping Lily Pad. If we can talk shop there, I can talk on my schedule. You can read on your schedule. That's a way that I can help people without charging them. If you are in the market for a mentor, if you really, really want a bookkeeping business mentor, But I have one recommendation that's not me. That recommendation is Becky Frampton of Pachira Business Solutions. I'll just link the website in the show notes. Becky and I work together a little bit on a different podcast, The Accounting Almanac. I got a chance to talk to her privately and she's very, very passionate and very knowledgeable about running a business. She's not going to try to imply that you can work just a couple hours and outsource all your things and magically make a bunch of money while sitting around on the beach. Becky's going to be real and authentic and help you where you are. So if I'm a good fit, if you want to chat with me, please hop into the Facebook group. Let's chat. You want to chat privately? No problem. Gentlefrog.com forward slash meeting. If you want help and I'm not the right fit for any reason, then take a look at Pachira Business Solutions. Thank you. If you guys, any questions, comments, concerns, anything, you can reach me, Rachel at Gentlefrog.com or you can hop into the Facebook group Gentle Frogs Bookkeeping Lily Pad. Thanks.